Hello and welcome to KMUK's Kind to Your Mind podcast. There's no two ways about it. This year has been hard. We're all doing our best, whether that's struggling homeschooling and Zoom calls, filling our time on furlough or going into work every day to keep the country moving. When you're having a tough time, it's pretty tempting just to retreat into yourself and feel like you're the only one struggling. Spoiler alert, you're not. And that's what this podcast is all about opening up and sharing about a variety of topics to make us all feel a little less alone. There's power in talking, so let's chat. We'll cover everything from how to support a colleague or friend, personal stories of living with mental health problems, and a variety of general wellbeing topics like domestic abuse and neurodiversity. So let's get started. Hi Daniel, thanks for joining us today. Can you just introduce yourself a little bit and let us know who you are? So um, I'm Daniel O'Brien, I'm the Head of Legal, uh, Head of Compliance and uh, the Company Secretary for KN in the UK and Ireland. Great, thank you. And why did you want to come on the podcast today? I wanted to come on because I think there's been some really good dialogues that have been occurring within the company and um, I wanted, I guess, to help contribute to to that narrative, if I may, because it's a very prevalent, uh, very important topic, generally well-being with the, uh, the world in which we now find ourselves. So, yeah, keen to contribute. Great, and we're happy to have you, so thank you. So my first question is just about how you personally look after your own well-being. So any tips and tricks, any tools that you use? anything like that? Yeah sure so I've been, um, been thinking quite a bit about this so bear with so I, I think one of the first things is I turn off the phone mobile phone and all social media including alerts if I really want to have some me time because the amount of time that we spend on there can actually be pretty significant so a good start, starting point is to take the power back a little with your own time so I know that I'm often quite surprised when my phone gives me an alert and says, well, you spent X amount of time on your social media today. And you think, really? Read on that one. It's a bit scary sometimes, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You, you look at it and go, is it me? You know, Siri, are, are you telling me the truth? Um, <laughs> yeah, that for me is kind of a key point, you know, not getting all these alerts coming at you um, all the time. Uh, something that might be obvious is sleep because it's very prevalent at the moment that you've got premiership football clubs and Olympic medalists who are hiring sleep coaches because oh, yeah I mean because apparently it is really um, key to their performance and their well-being so if anybody's interested in that um, I suggest that they check out a book by Nick Littlehales who's an elite sports sleep coach and it's it's for everyone it's not just like people competing in sports it's called sleep the myth of eight hours the power of naps and the new plan to recharge your body and mind i found it really interesting there's actually a whole section that goes on to technology shutdown which talks about the stimulus to the brain that uh, gets from um, smartphones and laptops and the lighting that comes from you know uh, those assets because the human brain interprets that as daytime no matter what time of night it is and actually keeps you awake longer than you're meant to okay I might have to read that you know because I'm quite obsessed with eight hours of sleep so maybe that sounds like the wrong thing to do <laughs> you know, I, I highly recommend it and there's, there's loads of things that we could all do a bit better and I came away with it uh, you're quite surprised about the things that you can do and the kind of little changes so I'd definitely check that out other things for, for me um, you, you know 
music's a huge part of my life and you know for me that's generally listening to if I, if I want to relax that is uh, if, if I want to rock out I'll listen to Iron Maiden or something like that <laughs> but if I want to chill out incidentally uh, Mark Bedford General Counsel is a huge fan of them as well that's another story I, I played drums with Nickel McBrain of Iron Maiden when I was uh, 11 years old and that's another wow, claim uh, to fame yeah um, so generally I've got a playlist of you know of kind of classical music or film music in actual fact I've got um, some orchestral tracks from West End shows like Les Mis and Miss Saigon I find that quite relaxing and I'll have those playlists that I create on YouTube or Spotify and I tend to use them as a bit of a go-to option chill out something that I've heard about from quite a lot of people which I'm not as familiar with but I've, I've spoken to people who absolutely swear by it is uh, autonomous sensory meridian response, which is a defined mm-hmm. term, ASMR videos and audio. Oh yes, apps. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 meant to be you know something that uh, relaxes you, but overall it kind of calms you down. Um, I, personally, I haven't had a great deal of success, but um, I know a lot of people who do, and there's a lot of different ways you can experience that. Uh, you know, there's apps that do it along with accompanying images, and, and usually it's some kind of scenario. So, for example, a seascape or a, a stormy jungle evening or something like that. So, personally, I haven't, as I say, explored it that much, but I do know people who swear by it to kind of wind down with. Uh, interesting um musicals are a bit more up my street to be honest but I might try the ASMR <laughs> yeah no no it's uh, I, you know and, and I feel like I you know now that I've raised this it's incumbent upon me to also so maybe we could um swap experiences uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll see how, how I get on uh, in the jungle evening I guess another thing that and again it probably sounds like a no-brainer and obvious but um something that I find useful to relax is actually um games so playing okay. um online so they can be pretty sociable. You can ask Brian. Um, yeah, I'm quite a big fan of Overwatch, um, which he joined me on a bunch of team members a year or so ago. That That's good fun. You know, things like Monster Hunter as well, where you can play with friends or solo. But I, I guess kind of health warning, you've got to be careful that you're enjoying it and it's calming rather than infuriating. You're guessing you'll get <laughs> trolled by the other players. Uh, I think that's the <laughs> problem switch it off at that point you know because uh, c- my understanding is you know if you get really involved in something we engage in uh, flow which can be quite relaxing so anything that you feel relaxed and confident um, and you enjoy you find it an enjoyable experience is great there's actually a game I've got that I, I really enjoy it was called Subnautica don't know if you've ever played that or come across it I'm not a big gamer to be honest so I don't really know anything about these but uh, you know you can you can explain a bit more I can. Um, so, yeah, Subnautica is, is an open-world survival uh, action-adventure game, which is more about exploration. So you're about you're in a sub where you, the, the, the you know, aforementioned sub, um, where you're free to explore the ocean on an alien planet known as Planet 4546B, which is awfully specific, but there you go, um, after your spaceship, the Aurora, has crashed. Um, so it's all about, it's quite calming, it's quite it's quite chill with lots of kind of relaxing music and um you got, you know, experiencing kind of all this panoramic views and different life forms and so on. So it's a completely different pace from um, most other games, which is interesting. Another thing that I found recently, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it's great fun, is the Switch Ring Fit Adventure. I'm feeling quite out of touch here, actually, because I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Come with me. Let's do this together. Um, okay. 
Yeah, so basically it's it's a new um, uh, kind of add-on to the, to the Switch console system where you can exercise and it's designed specifically, I guess, um, one presumes with lockdown in mind because there's a very limited movement required, you know, in terms of space. You don't have to have, you know, an Olympic stadium in order to do it. It's fine to do it just in your living room. Um, and it, it's what's quite clever is it's melded onto like a role-playing game type idea. So you explore this land. It's you know very kind of Game of Thrones or Tolkien-esque. And instead of fighting with the antagonists, you have a, an exercise competition against them. <laughs> so you've got to do like more press-ups or you know or burpees than um, the dragon opposite you. And it's kind of oddly addicting, you know, addictive as well, um, because it, what it does is it actually um, records calories and how how you did, and you can actually kind of check your performance every day against what you did before, and you can have you know sessions as long, um, you know, or as short as you'd like, and you can also there's a scoreboard, so you can if you've got other friends who've got access to the game, you can kind of positively encourage each other to keep going further with um with the game as well um and kind of beat your records and improve so it, it's a really interesting take on the use of that technology and it's very sociable as well so um i kind of like it actually it sounds like a great idea actually because i'm extremely competitive so that's the sort of thing that would work on me <laughs> well yeah well i tell you you know um when sauron kind of comes in with his lycra and decides to kind of uh, work out you know it's, things get real so, but yeah it's uh, it's just good fun i mean Something else that I really enjoy is is reading. Just, you know, I find that, you know, uh, a good book can transport you away from your immediate setting. It's, it's amazing how quick it can happen. If I've had a, you know, a very full-on negotiation uh, with another party, it's evening time and I want to chill out. It's amazing how quickly you can fall into a good book and you can just focus on something else. You know, if you look at the recent adverts for Audible, uh, where they can advertise visiting beyond the wall and Hogwarts, it definitely taps into that uh, escapism, I feel. And in actual fact, um, there's a lot of interesting companies doing stuff to kind of make the most out of uh, the situation we all find ourselves in. So it's, it's no um, secret from a lot of people who know me that I'm a huge kind of horror and sci-fi fan. So uh, uh, my wife, Sarah, actually bought me a, a book crate uh, subscription service, which is quite up my street. It's called the Abominable Book Club. So they're based in Wales and they hand curate titles. So every month you get a new title by a prominent author, which is usually actually signed for you as well. That's cool. Yeah, and, and, an, and one out of print title as well, along with kind of local tea blends, hot chocolate and cakes. So it's, it's a really great idea, actually. And, you know, actually, we, we do something similar for our daughter, Seren, which is a subscription service called Main Street Disney, where they um, do this huge poem we have to fill in about them. You know, I think it was, you know, more detailed than my application, you know, to, to work with the KNN, you know, and they then curate items of interest, the Disney items. So it's become something to look forward to in our house receiving those items we get them once a month and it's, it's something that we can all share in or you can get something for each of your enthusiasms which I, I think is really interesting actually yeah you know what? I really like that idea because I'm also a really big reader and actually my favorite my favorite genre is dystopian fiction so that sounds right up my street but um last year I did a gin subscription so I'm thinking maybe I should replace that with a book one it's much more educational <laughs> yes you know in, in actual fact I did something similar for my team um for the Christmas um there's a Willoughby book club 
and you again um and <laughs> i think they wondered what the heck i was i was doing i was asking <laughs> questions about their interests and uh, I, I could just see kind of james miles uh you know looking at me in the camera going dad where's this going this conversation <laughs> you know so but basically um yeah willoughby book club curate anything in respect of what you're interested in and then they send you each month a book dedicated to your your personal likes and dislikes so that's coming soon for my guys and I, you know it's it's great service i've used it for my friends and family as well so definitely you know definitely check that out in terms of other things again those that know me uh, singing they say that singing and dancing are expressions of joy and being alive you know and i really enjoy both so i find that just actually just singing it lifts my spirits when they're down you know getting wrapped up in a song can be really helpful and i also play a couple of musical instruments and i find that quite relaxing again i think that's probably part of flow and just thinking about what you're doing rather than anything else film as well so again some might know that i had a first degree which was a joint honors masters in uh master of the arts in film and television in english literature what's quite interesting is that there's quite a lot of film theory based on how we're drawn into another land or world when we go into the cinema so that theory goes, goes along the lines of you know the architecture is designed to distance ourselves from the outside world so we come into the foyer we walk deep down into the bowels of the building we usually have to walk some distance to the screening room um, and eventually we're kind of enveloped in darkness and there's quite a lot of film theorists that believe that this helps us achieve an almost dreamlike state when we watch films which helps us engage directly and, and worry less about everyday uh, occurrences in our lives our whole focus is literally on this you know this screen so you know both my wife and i and my daughter actually are, are huge film buffs we kind of try and emulate that and dim the lights at home and, you know, of course, we now all have an abundance of riches with the, the various streaming platforms. Um, and I definitely tend to find that helps release stress as well. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point, because actually, I think one of the things I really miss that I'm not sure I thought I would miss, that I really miss going to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, it was definitely it was a social activity as well uh, as an element of it, too. Um but definitely, I think you can, in a sense, achieve some of that by kind of dimming the lights and just focusing on it. And it, it's not the exact same, but it's, it's something along the same lines. I, I guess another thing that, that I found recently is the, you know, the process of EKJ. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Right. OK, so basically I'm quite a like Japan buff. I'm really into lots of things like, you know, manga, Studio Ghibli, kaiju films, all these different things. Um, so there's this this Japanese concept of uh, Kiji, which is about having a less stressful existence and greater happiness. Sounds good. So, um, and it's based around a couple of kind of pillar concepts, which is one, start small. So whatever step you take is a good one. You know, any step towards doing something different is 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 really positive, um, which I think is is quite a a powerful thing to say. And it's true. You know, it's like uh, you know the Hobbit and Tolkien. You know, the first step that you take is the first step of an adventure. It's the most important one. And then the second one is the joy of little things. So taking pleasure in you know reading a good book or cooking a nice meal, that uh, you know, and and being in the here and now. So is, is one of the, the key pillars as well. I find that especially interesting. So because this aspect of being in the here and now and appreciating everything around you, 
So um, have you ever watched any of the Studio Ghibli films? I haven't, no. Basically, Studio Ghibli are basically Japan's version of Disney. You know, they're, they're just it's timeless classics, some of them, and just beautifully produced and, and uh, created. So, if, you know, if you're interested in you know, anybody else listening, if you're interested in following that up, it's um, the little book of EKJ, uh, Live a Happy and Long Life the Japanese Way uh, by uh, Ken Moji. Um, it's, it's a really interesting book. Okay, thanks. We'll put the link to the books that you've mentioned and things in the um, show notes so people can have a look. Great. Great. Thank you, Daniel. I think, do you know what? I feel like I've come away with, from this with a lot of homework. I've got lots of things to read and watch and listen to and all sorts of things now. <laughs> Exciting. It's an abundance of options that you can explore. I know it's going to keep me uh, busy for my next pandemic weekend. So that's good. So one last question before you go. And I think you've kind of, I mean, you've actually touched on this because you talked about the book subscription, but as a leader, I wanted to ask about how you support or can help your team's well-being as well. I think it's important to talk and I think it's important to understand, not talk of clearly, not just about work, but just how people are in general. And just to say, you know, you, right, we've talked about the work, how are you? And, and just see where the dialogue goes from that. And, you know, what's most important in life, uh, and, and I say this to, to, to all of my team, is that you're happy. That, you know, there's an order uh, of precedence in life and in this business. And absolutely important, you know, strong performances and all this type of stuff. But the order of uh, precedence, to my mind, is always, are you happy and are you healthy? Everything yeah. else is informed by that. If you don't have those two, the other things are, if not unattainable, uh, they're close to. And everything flows from being healthy and happy. And you know, that's the most important thing. And it, it, as you can see from some of the things, the exercises I get involved in, um, you know, I'm pretty broad-minded as how, how you get there. It's, it's, um, there's many different ways to have happiness and uh, obtaining good health. I think, it, as you say, you know, there's lots of options. And I think it's an exciting time to explore them and explore them all together. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for joining us. No problem. Very happy to. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can find the things that Daniel mentioned in today's show notes if you're interested. And also, if you'd like to feature on our podcast, please email uk.wellbeing at kuna-nagel.com. Thank you.